Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear. Our presence automatically liberates others. Hello, hello. This is Marlon Avery, the host of your new podcast, It's Time to Start Manhood. In these upcoming episodes, we will be discussing stories and experiences that we all face during our manhood journey. Well, why this podcast? I know so many men are alone in this journey. And honestly, a lot of us have no clue what it means to be a man anymore. Now, let's get this understood. I am not calling myself an expert by any means necessary. I am simply documenting my journey along the way while we all learn together. We couldn't be more excited to have you listening and join us upon this podcast. Now, on this podcast, we will be discussing stories and experiences that would challenge you to start manhood. Stay tuned to this feed for more very, very soon. Hello, 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 hello. My fellas, men, welcome aboard, guys. Uh, super, super, super excited for you guys to join me upon this journey. Um, this is Marlon Avery. I am your host of this new podcast. It's time to start manhood. Um, today. I just simply want to talk about a little bit of background, um, my background, uh, my personal journey up on such, um, and basically what led up into this podcast, you know, starting back from um, me being a a little boy, um, growing up and to be a male, transitioning to um, deciding, I like that. Uh, deciding to start being intentional, uh, um, starting this journey and everything with uh, with manhood. So I do uh, want to dive in, um, and I want to talk about a particular topic too um, with it. And I think one of the biggest things um, with the journey of manhood is uh, be careful. This is a tough word here. Accountability. You know, that's that's uh, that's tough. That one's tough as men. Um, you know, because I've learned, you know, you if you have a family, um, you know, you got to be accountable for the direction and stuff. Your family is going. You got to be accountable for your actions. Uh, watch this. Your emotions. Uh, that was tough. And so uh, I do want to talk about that. So um, if you guys don't know, uh, you know, my name is Marlon Avery. Once again. Um, a little bit of background on me. I am uh, African-American male. 
um, born in Nuremberg, Germany, uh, born in Germany. Um, then uh, from there, transitioned to Hawaii, uh, stayed in Hawaii for like a year or two. Uh, mother um, had me uh, when she was 14 years old. Uh, grew up in mostly a uh, single parent household um, that at a time was incarcerated um, um, for from for a majority for I would say for a for majority and stuff of uh, uh, my childhood, um, and so you know, you know, grew up uh, single parent household. Transitioned to Texas, um, stay, stayed in Texas for a, a while, mostly um, mostly um, transitioned between uh, Houston and then a small town called Cleveland um, up in Texas, and so. Um, and uh, then transitioned from there to Georgia, um, uh, stayed in the Lithia Springs, Austell, Douglasville area. That's pretty much West Atlanta, um, uh, pretty much like West Atlanta. So I transitioned there. Um, then down to, you know, uh, went to high school, Lithia Springs High School, then transitioned to uh, South Florida, um, pretty much played collegiate basketball, football there. And then while I was in South Florida, transitioned to uh, building apps. I had a particular app and stuff that I wanted to figure out. Uh, and and I think there is a kind of good stopping point to kind of like, uh, you know, kind of spin out with what those, a lot of those steps and stuff meant up until, um, yeah, I was up until now. Um, so um, I think... Um, I think the biggest thing, uh, you know, as I and as I look back and I have the opportunity to um, analyze um, my journey, um, I think the biggest thing, um, you know, for any male is the consistent seeking of uh, dad. Yeah, we'll say that. The, the consistency of that, um, you know, once even I, I, I don't even know what I don't even know what pretty much what age it starts at, um, you know, but, um, you know, you you you're seeking that. Then watch this. <clears throat> There's different levels to it. Right. You know, so, you know, some of you guys will have a dad that's there 24 seven for you, you know. He's there to discipline you, coach you, love you, um, you know, just be there for you. Then you, you have that that's uh, there in presence, um, you know, but, you know, may not be mentally or emotionally, you know, not there. Um, and then you have a dad that's at times is simply just um, absent. Um, and so, you know, those three segments produces three different men. Um, you know, because it's, you know, we, you, the, the, uh, even this, the statistics that, um, the statistics that the different type of man that you get, um, the different type of man that you get that, 
that that come that men are not in father or that they come from a single parent household predominantly raised by the women it's drastic uncomfortably drastic so um with those three men and stuff you have three for men and so with that you have you're going to immediately you're going to transition you're going to have the result of transitioning to three different boys watch this you're going to transition to having three different boys if it's not fixed, it's not adjusted. A relationship is not either made, built upon, or corrected. Then from there, you're going to transition to three different males. Now watch this. All men, we're going to have our struggles. We simply are men because we're simply a human. Right? This is uh, first. Let me let me get some straight. This is not a pity party either. Um, this is just a, a honest conversation. Um, this is not an attack on you know anything. This is a open dialogue that is going to lead up to one of the toughest words out there: accountability. Um, so from there, you're going to transition from you're going to have for, from those three. Um, aspects and, and forgive me if I'm missing one, uh, but from those three aspects, um, you're gonna, you know, again, you, you're gonna have the dad that's there that's going to, you know, love you, discipline you, and, you know, um, you know, lead you upon the way, taking you to his arm. Um, then you're gonna have the dad that is presently there, but not emotionally available, you know, um, for his son. Then you have the father in it that's just simply absent. You know, or the father figure each each lane. So from there is gonna is gonna you're gonna produce number one, three different boys. If those things are not built upon in each different lane, you know, consistently built upon or fixed, then you're gonna transition to three different three different males. Now that last step from male to manhood, it's that one's tough. Watch this. Sometimes, if we saw it, and we we've we've all saw it, sometimes it may take. Here we go. It's tough. Sometimes it may take a male to transition to manhood. It may take them 30, 40 years. may take them 30, 40 years. Some men, some males, I'm sorry, may take us a year. May take us a year to figure out. Why? And this is my personal opinion. I think the reason why it may take some men longer than other, because we don't, as men, we do not want to face that emotional turmoil. We don't want to have a conversation with self. Let's just call it what it is. A lot of a lot of us are just simply broken, scarred, wounded. You know, a lot of us just don't want to. <laughs> a lot of us. We, we don't want to face our own emotional 
reflection. Um, it's actually, let me say this. This is such a dope conversation because I, I literally had to do this within like the last couple of years. You know, I um, I had to do this within self because I realized that just a lot of things just wasn't clicking. You know, a lot of things just wasn't adding up. Um, and I I was and I and I in the back of my mind, I knew why. But watch this. I was still trying to point the finger. Still trying to find the blame. There's a word for that. Accountability. Um, because I did not want to face that emotion. You got you literally when you, when a man, and I've, I've already noticed that. Uh, <laughs> I've already noticed that uh, we, we got some we got some women listeners too. It's a, a couple uh, a couple of my female friends like I want to listen. Like <laughs> I want to listen. Like all right. Um, but as men, I, I've we here we go. I, I, uh, if you guys. Uh, men and women, if you don't watch the, uh, the uh, Jada Pinkett has the show on Facebook, uh, the Red the Red Table Talk, and um, she had a particular conversation. I can't remember the lady's name, but she had, she had a particular conversation, and Jada Pinkett said this. She said, "Narcissism. Watch this. It's tough." This she said, "Narcissism will have you thinking that you're the only one hurting in that situation." That's just a dope, watch this. That's just a dope, powerful, deep cutting emotional statement. Why? Because no matter how you look at that statement, you have to flip it back on yourself. I love it. Watch this. For the longest, as I was trying, as I was in that that male state, for the longest, I was consistently blaming my pops for not being there for the longest he hurt me um why wasn't he there you know all this for, I, for the longest me and him just had a conversation like this I, we just had a conversation a couple uh, a couple weeks ago beautiful conversation super dope i told him i said that for the longest dog i used to be mad at you he said i know <laughs> watch this though he came in from a very interesting perspective he said uh, watch this how can I watch this he asked me basically uh, how long did it take me to figure out to be or watch this I'm sorry how long did it take me to decide to start this manhood journey I said to be honest that probably within the last two years I had to deal with some pain had to focus on an emotional window, um, you know, had to deal with some things. Watch this. He flipped it. He said, how long did it think you, it, it, how long did it think it took me to figure out how to be a man outside of prison? 
Mm. Never thought about that. So what Pops was saying basically is he couldn't figure out how to be a man inside a prison while you treat it like an animal. Hello. Then once we get out the when he got out of prison, then he had to figure out how to transition into manhood. By the time he figured that out, then he, by the time he's prepared to be a father, I already started my journey of manhood. <laughs> I love it. Watch this. That's tough. And for the longest, I was consistently pointing the blank. He he didn't he didn't know. He can figure it out. Watch this now. This is one of the dope things of man. This is tough. This is one of the dope things to his body now because now that I've I've transitioned through this journey, me and Paul said we have a dope relationship now. Now that I've transitioned stuff through this journey, now I'm trying to figure out how can I help him. Hello. Did you hear that? The the person that I spent most of my life despising, angry. Now let's flip it. How can I help him? It brings back to that word accountability. <laughs> Watch this. This is in 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 this this is gonna be tough too, because one of these individuals may be listening and, and I'm not gonna call any names. I, I got a group of friends, uh I got a group of friends around me. Um I, I'm gonna say about four. I got a group of friends around me, um, and I'm, and and one of my relationships I was coming out of, I was caught coming out of, I was going into. I'm sorry. All the friends said the same thing: "Hey, be careful of uh, dating Marlon because Marlon doesn't know basically how to commit to a woman. He doesn't know how to stick to one. Mm. I like that." So watch this. That immediately put a divide between our friendship. Why? So what you're telling me is that you saw a problem within me as a friend. You saw a problem within me. You never addressed it to me. Man to man. Hey, bro, you got a problem. You, you need to figure out a way to deal with this. <laughs> so you never had a problem dealing, telling me, but you had a problem saying to somebody else. Watch this. I got a problem with that. Because if I call your friend, a brother, a loved one, what comes with that friendship, which at least it should, is accountability. Anybody close to me? Very well knows me. I'm going to tell you how it is if your feelings get hurt or not. Anybody close to me. To be honest, I've lost some friends like that. A lot of people want it sugarcoated. Here we go. Watch this. The reason I don't sugarcoat things to my friends and my loved ones, you know, of course, once I build a rapport with you, I'm not an ass. I'm just not going to like just come out straight out and like, oh, you're like this, like this. Once I build a rapport with you, once, here we go. Once I figure out kind of, once I get understanding like kind of what your journey has been, what your pain has gone through, 
then I, I can and I, I build a report to figure out basically how I can help that person grow, like come to the next level. Anybody close to me and it gets uncomfortable with a lot of people. Very, very, very uncomfortable. But watch this. The reason I don't sugarcoat, and I was just, I was having a conversation with somebody with, with, about this yesterday. The reason I don't sugarcoat the truth with my friends and family is because the world, when they deliver their truth, there's no love involved. Oh, okay. You got a, you got a job. Okay, you're working for this job. You, you got a family. You got a raise. You, you got a two kids, a wife. <laughs> I, I get it. it. It doesn't matter. You're fired. Oh, your insurance doesn't. You, you got cancer, and your insurance doesn't cover that. Ah, oh, yeah, that's tough. I, I, I get it. Leave my hospital. Oh man, he's yeah. I know he's a good kid. This is this is this is his first time getting treated. He didn't he didn't have his dad. I I'm, yeah. I understand. Twenty years in prison. When the world delivers their truth to you, there's simply no love involved. Watch this. It's, that's why it's so easy for a lot of these African-American kids to get killed by policemen. There's no love there. Now, watch this. No, not all. In my personal belief, I do believe there's a small Minority of policemen that do this. I don't think it's a majority. I don't believe it's a majority. It seems like that because social media has amplified it. I take that back. Social media has pretty much just put a a a camera behind it. That's that's something that's already been going on. Now it seems like the majority of the policemen that that do this. Um. But in my personal view, I always think there's a minority that does it. And but I also do believe that minority should be held accountable. But going to back to it, the reason I don't sugarcoat, because when the world delivers their truth, there's no love to it. Why, as a friend, as a family member or as a, whatever it may be, why do you want me to de- deliver sugarcoat the truth to you when you need to hear it? Going back to what I just said previously, too, as a friend, if you saw in me that Marlon cannot commit to a woman in the past. And you knew this. Why wouldn't you held me accountable and try to build me up as a man? This is why I, this is the second reason why I got an issue with that, because that's what your enemies do. That's what your enemies do. Your enemies will see an opportunity for you to get better as a person. Watch this. Intentionally do not tell you for the opportunity to have a front seat row to watch you fall. But still, people want to people want to sugarcoat it. Accountability. It's tough. 
you should have accountability, first of all, I guess, for yourself, for your loved ones, for your community, also to also think to your country, you know, or to the world. Oh, you know, what are you, you know, believing? But it starts yourself. And then it's also friends, family, loved ones. I got an issue with that. A lot of people don't like and do not want that accountability. And simply the type of. (laughs) Simply the type of man I am, I'm going when if I call you a loved one. I'm going to call you out on it eventually, but it's always coming from a place of love. My tactics may not be perfect. Take that back. My pack, my tactics are not perfect. My tactics are not perfect. Um, my approach probably would never be perfect. But my intentions always come from a place of love. And some people just simply don't like it. Don't want to deal with it. It hurts. This is uncomfortable. Why are you talking to me like this? As men, (laughs) it's time to start manhood. This is just a piece of the pie. Accountability. Do you have friends that you see an opportunity for them to get better and you withheld withholding that information? Do you have loved ones where you see opportunity for them to watch this? When the last time you've called and just simply said, Hey, how are you? I, I got a thing that I do, and, it, and it's a very very few people know, and the, the ones that's really close to me. Um, I got a thing that I do it. I, I, I get it from my mom where every couple, it may, it may be some people, maybe every week, some people might be every couple, every couple weeks and some people maybe every couple months. I got a thing that I do where I just call to check on people. I got some people I call once a week. Got some people I call every couple weeks. Got some people I call every couple months. When the last time you call, hey, how you doing? Watch this. <laughs> Man, it's tough. Here we go. Or do you wrap yourself in the excuse of I'm busy? I don't have time for that. So I'm looking in the mirror. Well, let me make this clear too. This this is not 
nowhere near this. I'm just simply documenting my journey. I have not perfected this. I'm not perfect myself in any form of fashion. Let's not get this twisted. This is watch this. This is one of the things I love about the doing this podcast. Because when I do a part, guys, if you don't know, I have a, this is my second podcast. I got another podcast called Coding Life Journey, where I um, I'm basically I talk about the life of you know becoming a developer. You know the the journey of becoming a developer. Um, and we're check that out. It's Coding Life Journey. This we're in season two of that. Um, the reason, and I make that clear too on that podcast too. The reason I want to start a podcast because two things: uh, I want to document my journey, and I want to have the opportunity. I have the opportunity for people to learn as I learn as, as well. I'm, I guarantee you uh, a week, two weeks, two months, two years from now, I'm going to come back and listen to this, this very rare episode with my own voice and check myself. Hello. When last time you checked on somebody. Here we go. Watch this one. When the last time you checked? Oh, man, this is tough. <laughs> it's time to start, man. When the last time you checked? Whew, here we go. Let me try it again. When the last time you checked on yourself? Mental health. Have you done an analysis of that? Couple of days ago, one of my boys, uh, I was in, I was, I, I'm, if you guys don't know, I'm, I'm in Southwest Florida. Um, one of my boys, I came into Atlanta, Atlanta's home. I'm very excited to get back there. Uh, one of my boys pulled up on him, said, Hey, bro, let's chat, chat. What's been late? What's going on? What's the latest? Um, how let me, let's talk NBA, let's talk sports, let's talk it all. But it's also, let's talk this men, talk to. All my boys, I started doing a little digging. Bro, what's up? What's what's the what's the latest? Hey, um, what's the last time you talked to your pops? Man, I ain't talked to him in years. Why? But why should I? Hmm, there's something there. Let's dig into it. What's there? I kept poking. It's uncomfortable. I get it, but it's necessary. I kept poking. Finally, he said, he started to get understanding that I probably haven't forgiven him. That's all I wanted. Once you can, once you can confess the problem, then you can start the journey to fix it. Find a solution. I mean, that, that, I mean, that solution may take a year, two, three, four, five years. I don't know. But you got to confess the problem first. I got a couple problems myself. <laughs> I got a couple problems myself. Accountability. What's your problem? Here's a big, here's a, a bigger one. 
What's your problem that you have buried over the days, weeks, months, and years? Man, we're very good at that. We're we're if it was a career, a lot of us would be millionaires. <laughs> we're very good at that. Simply seeing a problem and burying it. Here's the problem with that. Eventually, it's going to come up. That part you have no control over. Yeah, you put a little more dirt over it. And a little bit more dirt. And a little bit more dirt. But eventually, it's going to come up. One of my, one of my relationships, I used to lash out at my lady a lot. had nothing to do with her I had insecurities and problems as a man myself she was just a punching bag for it hello <laughs> that's, yeah I, I, can, I can feel that through the mic yeah that's tough are you using your lady as a punching bag are you using your kids Parents, friends, loved ones, ooh, job as a punching bag to simply release in some type of emotion that you have buried. Think it may be trying to pull it up. Dig it up. It takes time. It's painful, but it's necessary. Because why you are simply burying whatever you're trying to bury, there's people, loved ones, friends um, around you that are suffering from your buried problems. So it is. There's people around you that are, watch this, here we go. My, my pastor's wife told me something. What year is this? Actually, this might be a decade ago. My pastor told me something. Um, she should tell me two things. This is this is why you got to be honest with people, because if she didn't tell me, it, I would I probably wouldn't. I, it probably would take me longer to find this opportunity to get with to look in within myself. The first thing she told me was, uh, and this is so funny. <laughs> the first thing she told me, um, it was uh, one day. It was uh, I was in um, Sunday school, and um, and it's funny because on this particular day. I was in a I was in a good mood. Right after the class, she walked up to me and said, Hey, why are you so angry? Remind you, I was in a good mood that day. And she walked off. She didn't she didn't even allow me, but she didn't allow me to even respond. She walked off. That question wasn't that question wasn't it didn't need a response. You need a reflection. And she walked off. So I had no choice but to just think about it. Second thing she told me is, uh, and we've all heard it, hurt people hurt others. I.e. punching back. 
like I said, that is going to come up somewhere. Hmm, watch this. Sometimes it may not be a punch, punching bag. Sometimes it may be a substance, an alternative. Alcohol. Porn. Mm, watch this. Workaholic. As men, we try to we try to overcompensate something to disguise something else. And it's just all pain. So I think it's a good time to end. Um, because that's a tough topic and I don't want to overshadow the opportunity for to for us men to analyze um, what it is. What are we accountable for? You know, are you <laughs> are you do you have kids? You have a wife, girlfriend, Maybe your uncle to a nephew. Maybe you're a teacher. Coach. There's some facet of a manhood that you, uh, if you're not responsible for something else, you probably should be. This is one reason why I want to start this podcast. I don't have kids yet. (laughs) Looking forward to their responsibility. But I do also to want to document my journey. So um, when my kids, kids, kids are here, I would not be. But they have something to uh, reflect back to, especially if they have my last name. You better get it right. Hello. I think the biggest thing, if you're a father. uh, You know even a son. What was your transition? Did you make the transition from boy, male to manhood? Like I said, too, you're going to get three different men. You're going to get three different men. And and that's what I said too earlier is that with, I, I mentioned my, um, my, my friends and stuff around me that was like, they, they all consistently said that, that Marla can't commit to a woman. None of them took the time to like, Hey, let's figure this out. Watch this though. This part I love. All. It's like, I think it's like four, five. All of them had consistent men in their life. Hmm. That's interesting. Here's, watch this. Here's a more interesting. All of them married here we go this let's not sure call it all of them had that manhood head start like i said i just kind of i just kind of decided to do mines within the last two years 
because there were some things I had to figure out along the way. Just took me longer. But now that I'm here. <laughs> very, very excited. Super excited. So now that I'm here, I one of my missions with this podcast is to trying to figure out how to help the next man start their manhood journey. And by the end of this, I don't know, we might do 85 seasons. <laughs> I don't know what I don't I don't know. But by the end of this, hopefully um, I can and uh, the guests that will come on, we can leave some type of uh, blueprint for allow the next man to start their journey. Accountability. Find a man. Find a brother. Find somebody. Watch this. This week, as you listen to this, the next week, whatever, call somebody and say, hello, how are you doing? Someone you ain't talked to in a while. Find another man to be accountable for. Find another man to bring them up. Oh, I'm, I'm busy. I got I got to work. I got man. This. Yeah, whatever. Narcissism. What have you think you're the only one? So, with that being said, guys, my name is Marlon Avery. I am simply a male that decided to start this manhill journey. And I'm I'm determined to figure it out. Watch this. There is no end date. That end date is the death date. And hopefully by then, I've scratched the surface. I'm excited about this because this is challenging. This is tough. So. With that being said, guys, I'm out.